Don't tell me any of this stuff. Don't I tell feel me like any of this stuff. Part of the story that we were gonna share, though. But, nah, yeah. man. Don't tell. Don't tell me you used to be a boba girl and all that. Ugh. Anyway, <laughs> I used to work in a boba shop. Yeah, for like about three years, and I which one? Make, um, it's not a common one. It, it's called Vanity. It's like one that's known in San Diego. I've vaguely heard of it. I've never been, yeah. but I've vaguely heard of it. Yes. Okay. It, it's cool. I became friends with the owner and um, yeah, I, I feel like I've grown up with the company and then I grew up and so I left. You don't work at a bookshop forever. But it, during that time, I really loved it. I could mm. make like literally four drinks in each hand. Like I felt like it helps with like memory. <laughs> but it, I had Ooh. some good times at the bookshop and like there would be like car shows at the bookshop. So it'd oh, be so no. weird. Don't. So like a boba girl. You know what I mean? Like one of those boba mm-hmm. girls at car shows. Like, am I selling boba or am I selling something else? Or... Mm-mm. <laughs> Mm-mm. Angela, why'd you invite her? <laughs> so. such the wrong person to put in a podcast I'm on. <laughs> and our boss would always tell us to wear like a black crop top with jean shorts and then of take course. a picture. With the boba next to the car, and I'm like, I don't even know what kind of car this is. <laughs> oh. well, so you're at like a Hooters boba shop, yeah. like a yeah, Twin and- Peaks boba shop. And that's I the story like- I want to hear, actually. <laughs> I was like at the time, so it's like all these weird people with their cars, like super obsessed yeah. with the cars, and then they ask these 19 year old girls, "Hey, can you take a picture?" Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> My car with your boba like, can weird. you take a picture and can you take my number no it's okay. Okay. hey guys welcome back to quenta quenta podcast this is angela it's your girl tessa what's up guys it's ed and this is kp i will i will let me introduce kalia officially and then you guys can um gather yourselves okay because we are are in the presence of royalty right now okay so our special guest today started her pageant journey as miss are you bidding bidding 2015 kp let me read (laughs) (laughs) he's like he's hyper angela you cannot you cannot send people this way into the podcast you know how i'm gonna act you I knew was, what you were doing. You I knew what you're check. doing. Okay. Mm. Starting again. <laughs> Our special guest today started her pageant journey as Miss Philippines USA 2016. She was featured in Vogue's 125th <clears throat> anniversary edition, celebrating America's diversity. And she is an ICU nurse and advocate for rheumatoid arthritis. She is a model, having been in many online ads and a TV commercial. She is Kalia Patel. Thanks for joining us. Thank you. This is fun. (laughs) I hope you're not about to leave. (laughs) Exit immediately. (laughs) For someone that done those things it's weird for me to say but I don't actually like a lot of attention even though I've done so much of pageantry I'm not like a huge attention person so that's something I, su- I, that's such a pageant thing to say I know that's true but I, I don't really like it I'm actually really shy what were you gonna say Kalia before Kitty? I'm, yeah I'm sorry I'm gonna shut up 
No, I just, I, I'm not the type of person to really like feed off of attention, which is weird because I love pageantry, but I, I'm trying to embrace it. You know, I'm like, you know what? You should be proud of yourself. You're like the celebrity of your own life. Right, right. Kalia and I actually competed together like hundreds of years ago. <laughs> it feels like hundreds of years ago. Yeah. And I've always, I don't think I know this, and it's a very basic question, but it's a very, I guess, a very huge question. Like, what made you want to join pageants and go down that road? I love that you started off with that question because... <laughs> That's no, that's I'm a pageant going. answer right Sorry. there. <laughs> well, I'm glad you said that. Blah, 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 blah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> so pageant -y. Okay, a little context. So I just competed at Miss California USA. We made top 15. Thank you. That is nice. a big deal. That is a big yeah. deal. Yeah. But I prepped for eight months straight on interview. Like, literally, I have a speaking coach. I have an interview coach. And, bruh, I didn't even get to answer bruh. a question at Miss California. Oh, so imagine damn. spending eight months of your life like prepping for something and then you don't get questions. So I felt like this was like a blessing in disguise because I was like, all right, I finally get the interview of my dreams. <laughs> so in 2015, I was going through a really hard time in my life. Um, everything that I had expected out of myself, I didn't really, it didn't really come into fruition. I wanted to go to an Ivy League school, didn't get into an Ivy League school. I wanted to move far away from college, didn't really move far away from college. And like, I knew that I had all this potential, but I had nothing to really pinpoint me to what that would bring me to and like what kind of thing would bring me there. And so I was kind of just like depressed and like, didn't really know what to do with my life. And like, just kind of like, I felt like I was living in my parents' house and I was going to be stuck here forever, like being their child, you know? Mm -hmm. And I went to Seaford City with my mom, as we all do with our moms. And I see this flyer on the wall at Seaford City. And it was like, you, you're the next Miss Philippines USA. And I was just like staring at this flyer. I had a bag of Pundasol in my hand because I went to Valerio's. And that's where I saw the flyer. <gasps> oh, Valerio's. Oh, my yeah. gosh. <laughs> just like that's the typical, so, that's so Filipino-esque like, like image. No. Yeah. Like you're just like that moment where you're just staring at the flyer and my mom is like, come on, come on, come on. We gotta go, we gotta go. And I was like, mom, look at this flyer. Look at this flyer. So I took a picture of the flyer and I showed it to my mom and my mom was like, no, no, you don't want to exploit yourself like that. And my dad was like, you want to be Boomba on stage? <laughs> and Pageant I'm does he go to? <laughs> <laughs> and if I he's like, let me find out. Yeah, let me find No, I was like, <laughs> what's the website <laughs> I, I think that's just because that's the what the perception kind of was you know mm. that they weren't really women of worth that they were just kind of people gallivanting on stage but I know I couldn't stop thinking about it I kept staring at the freaking picture of the flyer and I googled it and I went on this big rabbit hole of like everything and anything about pageantry and I was only working at the boba shop at the time and so I was dumb I mailed $300 cash to this random address <gasps> that I saw on Seaford City, like just cash, like in the mail, you know? And I didn't hear back for like six months. And my mom was like telling me like, see, that's what you get. That's what you get Damn. for, you know, being gullible. And so I just kind of gave up on it. I was just like, okay, I guess I'm never going to hear back. Well, three months later from that point, I got a phone call saying that they would like to see me in person, that they're interested in letting me join. And so I went and I got in and I was accepted to compete and I just became obsessed. 
Like I was obsessed with everything and anything pageantry. I've watched every single little thing from like the 1990s and beyond. And it just like was like a period of time where I actually kind of felt better about myself. You know, like you have something that you're working towards. So you collectively put all of your good mindset and energy into it. And so I didn't have any, I didn't expect anything out of it. I've never joined a pageant. There were so many beautiful girls, so many beautiful, tall Filipino girls, like, and no one that in my circle has ever done anything like that. So I was like, fuck it. I'll do it for experience, you know, but I loved it. It made me feel so much better about myself. And, and yeah, I, it was like a period of time where I was just like, I'm just doing this because I, I want to feel good about myself. And I think that a lot of confidence can come out of me from it. Uh, but I ended up winning, which was mind blowing. <laughs> I was like, the, people would like talk so much smack, like this girl has never done a pageant before. And she just like, went won the whole thing you know like I didn't win any minor awards I didn't win best in swimsuit best in longer I didn't win best in interview but for some reason I just won the whole thing that's it has started this like like it has lit my soul on fire I've now competed in like five competitions and one internationally and that's where my story comes today is I dropped everything to move to the Philippines to compete in a pageant Whoa! Wait, That's you won cool. Miss Philippines in Philippines? No, here. And oh, you I won it to... here? I was about to. Yeah. Okay, cool. Oh, that's dope. Yeah. Wait, so, what? 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 What Philippine pageants did you did you do? I did Miss World. I did Miss World Philippines. You. I wonder if you know. Oh, wait. Do you know Nate? I know Nate. Oh, that's my church mate. Like we go to the same church. He's such. He's so wacky when he's not like in senator mode. <laughs> oh yeah. Like, <laughs> the very first time I met Nate, he was like talking to me in English and then he's like, "Hold on, I'm getting a call." And then he picks up the phone and he starts talking in Italian and then Spanish oh, and then shoot. uh like yeah. Cantonese all in one phone call and I was just like, "Who is this man?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, he's just yeah. He's yeah, a renaissance but, man for sure. Oh, for sure. One of one of a kind. Can't put it can't put a description yeah. on. Dude, he's I can I can put a description on him. He's also the most Philippine patriotic person I know. Like he will frequently at church, like he'll be like coming in with like a Philippine flag pin or shirt or like he loves the Philippines so much. Like it's so crazy. And it's also kind yeah. of a wonder why he's just so like, why, why are you here? Like even your wife is in the Philippines. Like, I don't know why you're here. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, Nate's a, Nate, Nate, Nate's a great guy. He's a really good yeah. guy. We get we get lunch every now and then after church, and then we just like shoot the breeze. Yeah, yeah. and he was the director of the pageant that me and Angela did, and so that's how uh, we know him. Yeah. So did you like go to the Philippines like after um the pageant that we did? Is that what you were talking about, or is it like a different pageant? No, that that was the time that I was talking about. So we competed together, and I didn't win Miss World Philippines USA, but I got invited uh, to compete at Miss World Philippines, which was my whole goal in the first place. Like my dream was to compete internationally. It's just something that I've always wanted to do. And my parents were so strict with me growing up. So like the idea of like, oh, I'm going to move to the Philippines for three months, live there by myself, La Quacha on my own terms, you know, like it was just like, I was so excited. Like, and I had the best time ever. I had my own little studio apartment in BGC, which BGC oh, is like- Oh, dude. The, yeah. Yeah. Bonifacio Global City. Bonifacio Global City. And I was living up the life. Like 
I felt like I could go anywhere. I would like grab, which is like the Filipino Uber. I would grab anywhere and anywhere. And, and I would just like tell the, I was like, Kuya, drop me off at the Kanto. And I just like explore from there. <laughs> and it was just the best time ever. Like I've never felt more of myself. I guess you could say and like kind of like that sense of independence especially when you grow up Filipino your parents are so like always have a comment of what you are going to do with your life and so this is something that I got to take take the reins of yeah and you went with um three other of the girls from our pageant or it was like yeah so how was that being like at least you knew someone there and you yeah this together but you're also like competing against each other like how was that I didn't really feel any sense of competition. Like, mm-hmm. I, of course, like you always want to win. Like, that's why you join a competition like this. But I've never been to the point where I'm so petty that I need to like step on other people to get there. I just, that's just, I feel like not my kind of personality. But um, the girls, the other girls, it was like a sense of kind of belonging because of course you being Filipino in a Filipino pageant, but you're born in America, they kind of see you a little bit privileged which, you know, I think there's a misconception that everyone that lives in America is rich. I'm like, no, that's definitely not true. Maybe if you bring US dollars to the Philippines, you're a little bit wealthier, but you're not rich. And so I think it was nice that I was with other girls who were kind of living the same upbringing as me. And we were just there to kind of chase our dreams together kind of thing. And so I really enjoyed it. And I still talk to them to this day. I think like you going through like pageants in LA is like one thing, but like going through pageants in the Philippines, like were there any like crazy fan encounters or like- Oh my gosh, yeah. I feel like pageants in the Philippines is like the Super Bowl. Like there's so many sponsors, like you don't know how many fancy governor dinners I went to. There was like, I went to these uh, hotels and like the top level with like blue carpets. I was like, I didn't know that they made blue velvet carpets like like this. And we'd eat like food like Kings, like King Oysters and like all these like- buffet of desserts and just like fancy things and as just like all of that was like sponsored they like treat you like royalty like being in a pageant in the Philippines is an experience and then like you're on the street and you get out on the street and people know you they're like oh you're candidate number right and they're like can I take a picture with you or you'll see like billboards of like you know different types of beauty queens and I'm like it's just like so cool because like in here in America beauty pageants aren't like recognized like that so like to be like almost like little celebrities over there it just makes you feel like pretty cool about the whole experience but I got to meet I got to be on Wawa We I got to be DMA oh I wanna can we can we can we find the episode <laughs> they also YouTube? make you wear a crop top and and jean shorts on Wawa We oh my gosh they I no they didn't make us wear crop oh, no. <laughs> they did make us do uh the <laughs> Makes sense. but it was fun yeah it was fun and I every there was like something every day like a pageant in the Philippines is non-stop like you're constantly doing something you're constantly visiting a city you're constantly recognizing someone so it was it was a really cool experience I want to I want to do the whole pageant thing okay I'm gonna do the whole pageant thing when do I start so start I'm gonna but so this is this is in the Philippines so you're gonna you're gonna see a very rare uh, a very rare visit from uh, Tita Boy so um <laughs> if you don't know who Tito Boy is, watch quarantine actually. Oh my god. Well, let me see if I can do it. Oh my god. Okay, ladies and gentlemen. Today we have Kale Kal 
kilakilak ano anong kalia kalia okay kalia is here for the uh, the Miss Cuento Cuento 2023 oh uh, we're very we're very happy to see you here how are how are you how was your how was your stay here in the Philippines do you like it here yeah it's very hot very hot oh it's oh, it's hot everywhere it's hot that's why we're here in the aircon you know it's just better good in here so that's good that's good that's good it's very hot that's that's that, that's accurate so <laughs> so you're here with the pageant how is the pageant how's everything going on right now are you having fun are you enjoying are you yeah. enjoying everything yeah i'm enjoying we just came back from Potipoti island <gasps> oh really that's where your your, your auntie's from there you know well, she's not here. She's watching at home. Oh, oh, hi, hi, darling. Uh, I miss you. Okay, okay, okay. I'm not flirting. Okay, I'm not flirting. Okay, don't tell. Um, I don't want to sleep on the couch tonight. Okay, so, so Kalea, we have a question for you. The question okay. 30, 30 seconds na lang. Okay, just thirty seconds. Don't go over. Okay, okay. That's bad if we go over. Okay. So the question. San, san yung question. Oh, yeah. Oh, 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 here. Okay. So we have a question. Okay. Sorry. Sorry. Po. It, it, it's in English. It's going to be. Uh, well, uh, uh, okay. Okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. Are you ready? Okay. Judge is ready. Okay. Timer ready. Okay. Ready. Okay. Ready. Okay. ready. ready. Wait, do I start the timer now? <laughs> Wait. Take it. Take it. Take it. Hey, oi, oi, Edwin, Edwin, no man, Edwin always, you know. But do I start the timer now? Hey, take a moment, Okay, we're going to do this one time. Okay. Uh, have no, 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 have. Oh, wait, wait, I got it, I got it. Have you experienced criticism for competing in pageantry? If so, how did you handle it? Okay, go. Start. I think that people think pageantry is all in vain, but I would like to be the example that it's not, that it's actually more than just how you look. It's actually what you think, your opinions, how you treat others, and kind of like what you advocate for. And so for me personally, I have autoimmune illness, rheumatoid arthritis. So I use my platform, what I can do with my voice to talk about what it's like to live with autoimmune illness and how it doesn't really define you and how you can still do so many things in your life. Woo. Okay, time. Oh, you're professional. Uh, okay, I like that. Oh, okay. Thank you very much, Kalia. And where can they... Work and they, do they find you? No, they should not find you. Get docs. You know, you'll get the doxing, and we don't want the docs, docs. Okay, so just Kalia, just just wave. If you see her on the street, just wave, shake her hand, take picture. You know, that's okay. Okay, Kalia, thank you so much. Thank you very much for coming in. Okay, and now commercial time. Ocho, ocho na. I think Tito Boy has a stutter problem here. Yeah, no, he Tito Boy can't read English. Yeah, <laughs> Tito Boy doesn't like English. <laughs> That's in the it's movie, but anyway. Yeah. yeah, I get a nosebleed every time I have to read. And it's like, habe? I'm like, habe? Anong habe? Anong oh, habe? have. Have. Oh, oh yun okay. pala. Have. Yun pala. <laughs> have you. Like, love you. Like but, but, but you own it. 
No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> winning, winning crown moment answer. <laughs> I wish I had my, uh, you know, my moment of, my moment to shine after eight months of training, but <laughs> this is it. This is it. <laughs> so, I mean, nice. um, that's my next question. Would you, are you still competing for pageants like or are you doing philippine pageants usa pageants like what's next for you in the pageant world you know um there is an age limit to pageants mm -hmm. and i'm hitting the age limit so i one of my big dreams is miss california usa like they've never had an asian american winner before in history mm -hmm. you know asians i feel like in the miss usa system are not really recognized like Mm -hmm. And there's not that many of us that actually get to compete at Miss USA. And so I definitely wanted to kind of put our name there, you know, put Filipinos on a map and like, just like make way for like Asians to delve into fields that we've never really been well celebrated in before. Um, but it's hard. Change is hard. You know, like there's a reason why things have been the way that they have been. And so I think that's one of the big things, like making top 15 was a big thing for me because not many people that look like me can do that, you know, and it took a lot of hard work. And so I don't know if I'm ready to give up on that dream. I have one year left. 28 is the age limit. And I just turned 27 two days ago. Oh, and I have belated. Thank you. Oh, two yeah, days ago. So oh, so are you? What, are, what does that make you? Are I'm you, a Leo. You're, you're Leo. So, uh, okay. Leo. Leo season. Leo oh, dang. Okay. You're yeah. Leo. Leo. And Bye. I feel like I feel, you know what, Ed? I feel like Leos love being Leos. You know, like we're just so like, oh, yeah. yep, I'm a Leo. You're just so Leo. Yeah. I'm I love so being Leo. Leos are, are kind, they're loyal, they're like all that stuff and stuff. I found out that Bretman Rock is a Leo, and I'm like, wow, I need to channel that now. <laughs> Who's Bretman Rock? Who, Bretman energy. That? Yeah, Bretman does have, have Leo energy for hey, sure. Hey, look, look, look. Just ask Angela. I'm old. So I don't know. You don't he's know like who Bretman Rock is? Famous, like yeah, he's like a famous singer. He's, he's a singer. Known, Where? Yeah, he's known for like uh, boxing you're, and you're, singing you're at the freaking, same time. You're freaking and Gen Z face. No, 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 bro. I'm not that. you. Like, her. No, <laughs> oh, yeah. you. Yeah. You're fine, and you're fine. You're okay. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. So he's a he's a boxer <laughs> singer. He's known for like uh being like That's a Manny super super light featherweight. <laughs> And um, he like he's known for singing like Celine Dion. Oh, okay, that was a joke. He I don't he doesn't do that. I don't know, <laughs> but I would. He's, he's on it. like fashion talk. But now he's more so of like just a, like a lifestyle influencer. He's Filipino. But yeah, what were we talking about? <laughs> we we're talking about how he used to work at a bubble shop and. Uh... Oh my god. <laughs> so like. After coming back from, did you did you come back from the Philippines? I did. So after, uh, she's in San, San Diego. So no, not kidding. Yeah, so no. I did come back. So no after actually. I back, yeah, and I was actually really sad to come back. I was like, dang, I have to go back to living in my parents' house where I was just like, I had my own um, studio in the Philippines, and I would just like go wherever I wanted, you know. So it was like a huge transition, but I mean. After that, I, when I came back, I got a, uh, a job as a nurse. And so, and it was like the start of the pandemic. So I was like 23 years old and I was like a baby nurse and I was like doing CPR in the parking lot during COVID. And I was yeah, just like, insane. 
it was insane. And I felt like I went from like living this fantasy to kind of like being dropped in hell. Yeah, dead ass. Yo, and then so you said you were ICU, right? Uh, I was in the ER and then I you were moved in the to the ER. ICU. Oh, yeah, true. Like That's insane. My, um, what is it? My roommate during the pandemic was an ICU nurse. And, oh, wow. Yeah. And then and they then, quit. No, eventually they like gave her free housing next to the, like the hospital so that mm-hmm. she wouldn't like have to travel too far. And I think now she does prenatal, if I, oh. if I remember correctly. Yeah. But I was like, yo, she would come home with like horror stories. And I'm like, that's insane. I don't know how like you do any of that. Dude, it was crazy. It was crazy. And like, there was a time where we like were using trash bags over ourselves because there was like no PPE, you know? Yeah. Like, we'd have to reuse other people's masks. Like they would like take a mask from one person on the shift, bake it, and then give it to you. I'm like, bake, bake it? it. What? Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> to sterilize it i guess that's so that seems a bit like it's so ghetto and i don't know whatever like it's so they bake it yeah you gotta do something it's like when you drop a hot dog from the grill you say i'll just put it back on the grill hey hey listen but the heat just sterilizes right like it's like sterilizes yeah Yeah. well i mean technically you're supposed to like put your sponges in like the microwave after you like use it so that it sterilizes the sponge oh yeah so it's like you're supposed to like uh finish cleaning and then like you wet your sponge and you throw it in the microwave for like i think it's 30 seconds like wet and then it and then it should be sanitized after it comes out and then you can reuse it again are you making this up because i you're really good like um fibber i can't tell after no, the no 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 that one's that one's for real that <laughs> one's for real <laughs> i used to be a uh like a house manager when i lived in oh. connecticut and um like that was one of the things like I learned on the job as like a fake butler is that like you oh. sanitize the sponge yeah hmm. oh yeah the upper okay. crust of society lives differently <laughs> okay everyone microwave your sponges now yeah microwave, microwave your sponges. sponges which yeah. hold on so when you bake your masks what kind of oven did you use like did you just use no, a kitchen oven we don't we don't bake it the sterilization center does it they put it in like this high heat have you seen it though i've never seen it done no. so so but I know for all intents and purposes warm? it's like it's like a kenmore in a van or something wait no 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 did they come back warm uh no I like you guys that... would get them shipped out and then come it would come back to you no or like, like was we... it done in-house i'm so sorry go ahead oh <laughs> she was just she was just done with her question she's just like oh my gosh <laughs> they're just baked guys like can you just really they're baked the like, sanitized like, and baked like, i don't know like why fully baked? like half it was half baked it's not like a cookie it was it was no, a ge yeah, like, like i'm trying to figure it out that's what i'm thinking it like it had like a stove top and, right like, it had a stove top and on the outside like yeah did it smell like cookies a cookie that's COVID flavored, of course. Did they bake it like lechon? Oh, yeah. Like, they just put it <laughs> oh, on a spigot and then they just, can you imagine? That's right. They're yeah. just like spinning it around a f- like an open fire, like lechon. They don't bake lechon. They fry it, right? They fry it. That's what I mean, though. That's lechon what if they, koala, to, to keep what? it, what if it, to keep, to keep the mass square so it doesn't flatten out, like they put an apple in it and then they stir it. Oh, no, mind. Just let me live my drink whatever anyway 
No, Lechon, Lechon is rotisserie, and then Lechon koala is. Fried. I mean, it's not okay. It's not baked. Can you just go with the joke? Never mind. So, anyways, the the anyways. Of baked right is. <laughs> but yeah, so okay, what like they baked it? Yeah, they just yeah okay sterilize it. But the reason why I know that they did it is because there would be like makeup or like stuff on the mask oh. from the previous person, and then they told us that they sterilized it, and that's the only mask that they would give us for the day. And I'd be like, so you so were like I, kissing someone all day, ew. and you don't know who it was. Yeah, like the whole know. time, you it's don't terrible. even know it's. It's like your auntie that yeah. works in the other house. So I would stick <laughs> tissue, like I would stick tissue in the mask, and then I would put it on. So I would just like suffocate myself for twelve hours. Of perfect, the day. perfect. I love so you like that. you like put protection. So you have like yeah. lungs of steel now. It's you like gotta a, put against the it's mask. A, it's a mask condom. It's a, because it's a mask on. it's a mask pawn yeah but yeah covid was a very difficult time but i think that it does like make you stronger which sounds so cliche but like I, it was such a traumatic experience like mm-hmm. imagine like being in a war but you're like stuck in the suburbs <laughs> and like i feel you that couldn't and then on your day off, like you couldn't go anywhere because people weren't going anywhere. Yeah. And you couldn't go see anybody. And like you were literally like you had no human connection because you're basically just like the rooms are negative pressure rooms. So it's like a loud, blaring plan. So you can't even like talk to the patients. You're just kind of like, Are you okay? Do you need anything? Can you breathe? Like for imagine doing that for like two years straight. Mm. day in and day out and you just don't do anything outside of it like mm. you just like on your days off you're just like tired <laughs> long way from the pageants <laughs> yeah yeah but after all of that like after all of that i ended up doing this california the first time and it like reinstilled like why i love life you know kind of that's like cool. what's your soul on fire you know and so i think that's what drew drove me to do miss california again because first time I did Miss California I didn't even place like they didn't even notice me the second time I was like determined I was like okay like I'm gonna do everything in my power to like make myself better and like actually make myself worthy of actually receiving a higher title and so yeah place top 15 this time around so I do question myself like do I want to do it again like what if I get go up even further but then I also think about like oh I'm kind of old and like pageantry takes up so much of your life it consumes you well like before um before we started recording you were saying how um you were always like constantly chasing one big thing after the other and now you just want to like take some time to reflect so what are you gonna do during this like I guess like rest period do you have any like I don't want to say goals because that's like contradicts the whole thing but like do you have something that you want to do I want to I feel like I'm a passion seeker. Like I'm the type of person that's like constantly looking for like a new passion. Yet I feel like people try to tie passions to a certain end goal or a certain achievement that they want to kind of reach. But now I'm like, why do we put all that pressure on ourselves? Why can't we just do something for the sake of doing it? Cause we're passionate about it and having fun with it. And so I really want to, I love to cook. Like, I love to bake. I love to cook. I, like, was that type of person that would, like, talk to the stove and be like, okay, on today's episode, we're going to oh cook God, this. And in my head, I'm like, why don't I just, like, 
actually film myself and post it you know like who cares like I'm gonna do it anyway so I might as well do it to a camera Mm-hmm. so I made an Instagram account that I'm planning this is what's my end of the year kind of passion project is I'm going to make Eats by Kale because all of my friends call me Kale Kalia. and Eats by Kale is going to be like I'm going to go to a restaurant I'm going to eat something right and I'm going to go try to recreate it and I'm either going to kale it or we're going to fail it mm-hmm. oh that's funny. oh my gosh yeah <laughs> that's going to be my a, passion such a creator I love it that's dope <laughs> That's also, dope, yeah. also having a ha- having a food channel that's named Kale is pretty. That's pretty meta. Yeah, it's pretty. <laughs> it's pretty <laughs> meta. It's yeah, so it's meta. pretty meta to have your channel called Kale and you're making food. I know, but I, it's so fitting because all of my friends. It should be. Kale. It should be Kale or. Oh well, okay. Kale, you don't have to, stale. kale or stale. <laughs> kale or stale. Kale or stale. Yeah, it's either mm. kale or stale telling you let's collab let's freaking yeah (laughs) so yeah i've just been kind of working on like brainstorming and doing that and then like you know doing this california is still one of my big dreams of mine but i don't think that it should ever consume you like you should never put your self-value into one specific thing when we are definitely meant to go into different avenues in our life and so i've definitely learned that because i've faced so many failures in my life like there's so many times where I'm like oh I'm so freaking stupid but I feel like that's all a part of human experience I don't know I just and I feel like life is too short now working in the ICU and ER and I've seen I've seen so many people die you know like I was so depressed because I was like I've seen so many people die like I've held hands with so many people that I don't even know and then they passed away you know and so now I'm just like life is so short like there's nothing that you should regret there should always a new opportunity that you're chasing because there's just nothing to fail at you know like you don't know when your last day is going to be so why not mm. you just do everything with no regrets kind of thing nice that's right angela i'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> what? yeah angela that's right angela jeez angela <laughs> why are we getting up on angela <laughs> i don't know so like I'm going to like, I don't know, like we can pivot away from pageants, but this is like my last pageant question. So like for- We can pivot away, but I'm going to push it like directly into pageants right now. (laughs) One, just one more, the last question I have about pageants, because I think a lot of our listeners aren't, well, I mean, every Filipino knows like pageants, but you like, you said that from Miss California, the first time you did it, you didn't place and then- what is KB doing? <laughs> I'm mouthing that. I don't know what patents are. About. I was like, me neither. <laughs> I'm like, this, this is not like, me. This, this guy, this, this one. I don't really. Mm-mm. This is the Filipino that doesn't. Anyways, so what do you think you did differently? Or like when you say you need to be the, the best version of yourself, like what is what does that mean? Like what changed from not placing to making it to the top 15? Like what do you think? you did differently was it this just a preparation time or um definitely I think I built a new set of priorities the second time around like I felt like the first time around I was focused on the wrong things like I felt like I was focused on social media and how I looked and I didn't really focus on my actual self-esteem and like the actual interview portion and kind of like just building myself up with the right kind of people around me And so this time around, I had no expectations because I didn't even place the first time around. And I just really wanted to focus in on my interview. Like, I felt like if you could convince people that you were the 
the it girl, you could be the it girl. And so I definitely felt that this time around, like I felt like all of that preparation and kind of like just self-reflection and like just really honing in on like, instead of fantasizing about what I wanted to achieve, actually finding the steps of what I needed to do to get there. So like I adopted like a diet that was like protein based. I had an interview training coach and I actually spoke with people that like helped lift me up versus people who criticized me and told me everything I was doing wrong. Like, I, I think all of those things just factored into me feeling so good that weekend. Like I, I broke down crying that weekend because it was just a surreal moment for me to like my accumulation of work was coming to this moment and I felt good about my performance. And so I was happy, like win or lose. I was happy with what I did because I knew that I had just prepped differently. Like I just felt different about myself. And so I just tell people like whenever they're scared to try something new, like I'm like, you have nothing really to lose. Like to be able to fail at it, at least you tried it, you know? And like, at least you um, experienced it instead of not experiencing it at all. I'm all about like experience. Maybe that's a Leo thing. I'm all about like, you know, getting the most out of an experience. Mm -hmm. I know what you mean, Leo. Leo, Leo yeah. energy. <laughs> yeah, that whole experience. Well, no, yeah, like just have like having experiences like that's something that I've been chasing lately too. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh right, KP, you're also a Leo, right? I am. <laughs> he left. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're Leo too. <laughs> Uh, the only experience I have with Leo's is my ex and she was like, yeah, super about like everything was like, it had to be like an experience. Everything was like, um, instead of like getting normal gifts, she wanted to have experiences and uh -huh. yeah, it's stuff like that. So I completely understand what you mean. Yeah. Are you more, um, I mean, since we're kind of transitioning to that in terms of like, um, you talk about experiences, um, like what i don't know why i want to ask this but like um i think because i think like my love for experiences kind of goes with like my love language which is like quality time and yeah physical touch but yeah well quality time physical touch i feel like that's very experiential because you have to be with yeah. someone or you have to be in a crowd so like do you like is that kind of like very synonymous with what you find like admirable or like like what do you find i guess like love language or just like that is that like more tuned to like your personality that experiences like are the things that make you like more happy or i i think i i just like in the last i think in my latter 20s like from 25 and beyond i've just been so in touch with like myself and stuff and like i ask myself who i am as a person and i'm like mm -hmm. i'm like the extrovert of the extroverts like i I have so much energy when I'm around people versus like when I'm by myself, I kind of feel like a little bit like, oh, I'm like a little bit out of tune, but I understand that like having alone time is good, you know, having alone time is peaceful, like being able to be comfortable with yourself is important. Mm -hmm. But if you ask me, like I'm having the time of my life when I'm surrounded by people, especially people that like I like we we vibe with, you know? Yeah. And so I get that. I'm constantly. I had a choice between being by myself or being with my friends. I'm gonna be with my friends. <laughs> I get that. Yeah, I'm a little yeah. bit. I'm personally like a little bit the same way in that sense. Like I like I like good, I like good, good interaction. Energy. 
Yeah, with like people that you kind of trust to have that experience. Like I found also like like in, in lieu of like your point, I found also that you have to be careful with the people that you have the experiences with. Because yeah. you can have people that they want to experience things, but they're kind of a lower energy or just like um kind of a like kind of a passive. So they want to experience it, but they don't want to experience it firsthand. So they're just like more onlookers. Yeah. Um I guess it's the it's it's like um I guess to me, it's the difference between watching a show and being in it. Uh, like I see. For me, I want to be in the show. I don't mind watching the show. And especially if I have a good, like, you know, but I, I like, I want to be with that group that's also in it because I, I feel like the experience is more firsthand. It's more visceral. Um, mm -hmm. It's more sh shocking to your system. Maybe even more like, like you, you have more emotion within it because there's mm -hmm. so much, you have so much more dedicated to it. But I do feel like, you know, you need a good group that kind of like, gets yeah, you to that point for sure and i have a group of friends that we've been friends since high school and we just all vibe like we go on trips together we travel together and it's the best time ever because we all want to do similar things and we bring like different personalities like we all do different things like we none of us have the same career yet we always come together and have like a bomb ass time because we're just all vibing and we all want to travel and we all want to share that experience together and we just always have a good time and I feel like it's so important to have a circle like that I feel like especially like during COVID like you needed that sense of community that you felt like you'd always belong to why nursing <laughs> that was my question <laughs> <laughs> I'm not I'm not in, in not in any kind of it is definitely the, a very definitive Filipino thing. Also, you said you went directly into nursing. So like, right. it made me I also kind of like, are you like, are you uh, like RN, LVN, CNA? Like what, what level of nursing are you? I'm an RN. I have a bachelor's degree. Look, like you went straight. That Like you just went straight RN. Cool. Yeah. I just, okay. So this is actually a funny story. I never wanted to be a nurse. I okay. hated the stare. Like, Hate is a strong word, and I did hate. <laughs> I hated the stereotype that, like, oh, you're Filipino? Are you a nurse? Like, oh, you're a nurse? Oh, it's because you're Filipino. You know, like, I, I could not, like, that stereotype, like, would make me cringe. And yet, mm. growing up, like, I told my parents I wanted to, you know, I wanted to be, I actually wanted to be in medical sales. Like, I wanted to be mm. the... Oh, the, you wanted to be a drug dealer? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to be in medical sales. Like I wanted to do like, I wanted to be that girl in a suit on a plane traveling. Like I just, that's what I saw for my life. You know, like I saw myself being the top poncho, like yeah. ended the room. I did you not be um, the Penny Hofstadter. I don't know. If like, that, I think it, like gets or like Meghan Markle in suits or like some. <gasps> yeah. Woman. Oh yeah. 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 You yeah. Know, yeah I know what you mean. You know, and like doing like, like yeah I'm a, I was a girly girl my whole life and I was like I felt like nurses weren't girly girls to be honest and then yeah they're boy boys like, like boy boys what yeah the boy boys <laughs> like the, the boys that have like the freaking in, import tuner freaking like they true, had the super true, civic or subies like yeah because they worked like like 14 hour shifts four days a week and then they yeah. go you, they go snowboarding and 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 soup up their their subarus that's what they do yeah, I don't like, like nurses all, either all the I didn't like nurses for a while either and then I became one and then <laughs> but anyways the yeah, reason yeah. why is my parent I didn't know what I wanted to do with my life but I knew that's what the kind of avenue that I wanted to do it 
kind of what I wanted to do. And so my parents were like, okay, well, if you want to do medical sales, you need a clinical background in it. So you should do nursing. And then if you don't like nursing, if you, or if you don't like medical sales, you can always go fall back on nursing. And at first I was really defiant. So I went to UCR, UC Riverside for a year, which doesn't no. have a nursing program. Yeah. I went I'm to a UC UCR Riverside. graduate. You are? I'm alumni. Yeah. Yeah. I know what you <laughs> yeah, mean. They have a medical program, but it's not made for nursing. It was made, it's made no. usually to for the doctorate. Yeah. yeah. So I went there for a year because I was defiant. Who Who's not right when you're like <laughs> with strict Asian parents? I mean, you sound like a Philip, second generation Filipino American people. So yeah. <laughs> And yeah, and I, I, didn't, I couldn't find what I wanted to do at UCR. So I moved back home. I was like really sad. I did Miss Philippines, sparked my life again. And then I decided, okay, well, my mom was like, you really like to help people. You really like to make an impact. Like, I know you don't think that nursing's that great because of the stereotype that comes with it, but this is what nursing is. And I was like, my mom's a nurse. So I was like, kind of like, annoyed but also like it makes sense you know like you know like when you don't want to accept your parents advice but it just makes sense bro i'm there right now like i'm in school <laughs> right now because of my mom <laughs> we yeah. had a conversation i was like that's weird you get it <laughs> like yeah it's just like yeah. kind of a click yeah i, I totally know what yeah and so i went into nursing and i ended up loving it like Dude, like, yeah, I've never felt like more like I belong. What do you and love about it? I just like, it's actually a really smart career. Like you're constantly having to learn something new and you're actually learning something new to benefit someone else. Like you're learning something new so you can either save someone's life or improve their quality of life. And like, you don't really get to see that. Like I didn't expect to see such an instantaneous effect of what you can provide than in nursing like mm. there's is where like you know we're pretty badass we save people's lives like we do cpr we bring them back to life and then a couple weeks later they walk out of there and i'm like wow <laughs> you know like it's kind of cool how you get to see that progression and like you actually make a difference and like i've had so many patients that have come back a year later and thanked me or like brought me flowers or like done things like that and like i never thought that i would be able to do something like that in my life so the fact that it came from nursing was like a huge wake-up call for me like dang like even though they say all nurses are Filipino like I actually don't mind and coming back from the Philippines like I wasn't a big like growing up I wasn't like very big about Filipino culture like I actually was a little bit ashamed like I felt a little cringe about it you know and it's just because I didn't really know and everyone around me wasn't really embracing of it so it was hard for me to kind of be proud of it and it wasn't until like I joined pageants and I went to the Philippines and I lived there that I've actually like felt more like myself like I'm like wow like this is why we do certain things like this is why Filipinos are the way that they are and I actually like it like now I go to Secret City if I want to have a sense of like belonging like I just walk around Secret City and I'm just like wow I'm actually really happy like this is like culture and like where I come from and like it makes me who I am and like I feel special and so I don't know I felt like yes I'm the typical Filipino pageant girl nurse but I embrace it now I'm like well it makes me who I am and I'm happy so I think that I you think might that be anyone the most that has stereotypical about Filipino. it should yeah. experience it themselves too 
you are the most stereotypical Filipino girl we've had on this podcast. <laughs> Probably. I've I've checked all. Oh, the Filipino boxes. American, yeah. Yeah, Filipino. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Girl, yeah. Your nurse, your pageant girl, like you used to work at Boba Shop. <laughs> yeah, but honestly, once you start, to, yeah. once you stop defying it and you start to embrace it, you actually realize mm. like actually like accomplished a lot from it. Mm-hmm. It's like there's a reason that these stereotypes exist. It's just because like yeah, we enjoy they're... doing those things. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and you we're know, good some, at it. Something that my friend told me was like, why does why do you have to be passionate about your job? Sometimes your job just fuels your passion. Sometimes mm-hmm. it just funds your passion. Okay. And I totally resonate with that because I not I don't love to go to work every day, but I love that it gives me the means to do whatever I want with my life. Like I only work three days a week. I have the means to live on my own. I can travel wherever I want to go without taking time off. Like, and I, I still pursue things that I like to pursue. Like I love to model. I love to, you know, be cooking and I love to do all these things. So I don't let like your, I feel like your career should, if you're not passionate about your career, that doesn't mean that it can't help fuel what you want to do in life kind of thing. And so that, that really resonated with me. And now like I see it, you know, so not everything can be fun, but it definitely can help you lead to where you want to go. Do you find that like now that you've taken a different perspective with like how you view work, um, does that make work easier for you? Oh, definitely. Because then I, if you have like a sense of, of like why you're doing something, then you don't really drag it. Like you don't feel like it's dragging, you know, like you just feel like, oh, I'm doing this because it helps me do this. No, big facts. Yeah. Cause like, uh, what is it? One of my close friends, um, like gets really like angry while we're on set and stuff. And I'll be mm-hmm. like, yo, CC, it's, it's not that deep. Like chill, yeah. like chill. It's okay. Yeah. Because in my mind, I'm like, I don't necessarily not like what I do, but I'm just here to get this paycheck and go do something else. Yeah. Um, and, and, but she like loves doing this. And so I'm like, wow. oh, yeah. And I'm just like, huh, I can't just be like, yo, fuck it. <laughs> like, it's just work. Because yeah. she, like, doesn't see it that way. And, yeah, so, like, I feel like it's just completely different. Because it's just, like, things that I would have before taken, like, to heart. And been like, why don't they see this? Why is blah, blah, happening? Now yeah. I'm just like, okay. And there's nothing wrong about it. Like, if you're <laughs> passionate about your career, then, yeah, put everything that you have into it. But, I mean, sometimes your career you're not really a hundred percent passionate about, but it fuels you to do whatever you want to do. So exactly. And it helps if you're like good at it too. Yeah. Yeah. And so, and Hey, sometimes reality is, is just like, you need something that can give you money so that you can live the life you want to live. Mm, Facts. Mm -hmm. Facts. So, uh, like since the Philippines, have you traveled anywhere else? I went to Japan. Oh, true. (laughs) Japan. Yes. I, I've been all over the United States. I actually went to Tennessee recently. Um, I guess I went for a bachelorette, so that doesn't really count because that's like the bachelorette capital of the United States. Is it really? What What does that mean? It's just like, I didn't know this, but everybody goes to Nashville to have their bachelorette. It's like bachelorette city. Bachelorette? Did you say bachelorette? Bachelorette. But like I didn't why? that's not what I heard and I don't <laughs> think that's what you meant. <laughs> right I heard Ratchet Roulette and you were so proud of it. 
but yeah, I'm just, I'm, my goal now is just to go to different places of the United States. Cause I'm like, well, I've lived in California my whole life. I don't really know mm. what other places look like. I went to New York with some of my friends. That was really fun. Um, this October, I'm going to yeah. Texas for the first time. I just think it's like so interesting to learn how other people live. When I went to the Philippines, I talked to girls exactly my same age, but they grew up in the Philippines. I'm like, wow, we're like the same, but we grew up on other sides of the world. Yeah. I think one of my big life goals is like, especially being a nurse, you're like, you understand people from all walks of life. And I think that I just want to be able to meet them when they're not sick. <laughs> <laughs> That's facts. That's facts. Why is it the like a uh, bachelor of capital though the rest makes Dude, it they have, like, so many things like i went to a burlesque show for the first time i didn't i thought a burlesque show would be like hustlers like where be like jlo's like doing okay. kicks in the air and like nice dancing with hella sequins no burlesque is like what it actually is where it's like very scary and like a little bit like sexually abusive <laughs> <laughs> What for last not, show? Not that I know this from experience, but, oh, fine, but, wait, like, what? but like you like pay for it, like you pay to see it kind of thing, and I'm like, oh. mm-hmm. 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 but and then you do that, and then there's just like a bunch of like bachelorette things, like you could do yoga with puppies, you could take line dancing classes. That is not, is not a well. I mean, like not it is, <laughs> but that is not live. a typical. <laughs> I I I've known friends that had bachelor parties. They're just like, and the puppies were not. But that's and the interesting. Puppies were not. There. And the puppies were just really great when they were dancing on that guy's butt. Not scared. Yeah, right. but it was it was fun, and I cool. it just made I've never been to the south before, and I had a layover in North Carolina, and I was like, dang, Ooh. like beautiful. Like I've never, you know, I've grew up in California my whole life. I've never seen those kind of things, so. I just like now that I like I'm a little older and have the means to I want to be able to see it all but there, there's a certain like east coast beauty that west coasters don't get because we have a lot of desert so like our 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 beauty is very manufactured and it needs a lot of water I feel like my life model right now is like that spongebob like where he puts a cloud over his head and it's like experience imagination oh experience right yeah <laughs> <laughs> right experience just experience, experience. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. What are some experiences like you haven't done yet that you really want to try? Skydive. I don't know. I've never been skydiving, but I guess I really would like to go South Korea and Singapore. Ever okay. since I watched Crazy Rich Asians, I'm like, I'm going there. Like it's 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 just, gonna do it. I'm gonna do just it. Live that. Not yeah. everyone can get into that pool. Just letting you know. Because I tried. <laughs> pool and Crazy Rich Asians. Which oh, one was the pool? The yeah, it's the one. It's the one at the end. It's like at the top of the like the. It's like this building that has a boat on it, and on the boat is a pool. It's like an infinity pool. It's a hotel. Yeah, the hotel. Yeah, the hotel. Oh, is that boat that one top. where like yeah. it? It's the it's the twist in the third act where she like runs away like like uh, every other romantic no, comedy like no, she no, runs no. away from the party. Is it that one? No, no, no. It's the it's the actual end of the movie where they're on the top of the they're in, like they're on the top of a building and they're like these synchronized swimmers and this is like after oh, yeah this after is they get together on the plane everything. right yeah literally after and then they're just like she's showing the, the ring gives her the ring that one yeah okay that that's yeah yeah can not I just, everyone can, can get there can i just know the plane that you can like 
freaking recline in a like a a queen mattress in like i just want to know what that plane is no what i want to know is is how they were like, so where... bold to have sex on that plane because <laughs> i'm like that, those know... are not normal doors Did they're they just they're just know... little like they, they like they there's didn't... like a space this big and then it's like this high so it's they like didn't... you can obviously see into that little cubby but did they bang though? I don't think they banged. It was implied. Just, what do you it's mean? It's not implication that they banged on the It was plane. implied. It's too early in the in the movie to bang. You bang no, in the it third was definitely act. Banged. No, they you, definitely banged. did. Someone it's back the, me it's, up, please. It's, it, <laughs> no, from the second to the third act is when they bang. Because then the third act comes. It's Titanic. Like you have to bang Rose first and then the boat sinks. Like you can't just bang Rose on like right when you get on the Titanic. Like you can't do no, that. No, no. Okay, you gotta remember this is the first time that we it, see though. him have money. <laughs> yeah, so she's just gonna bang him immediately. She <laughs> has like, champagne in that her. That would have been the end of the movie. It would have been a ready different to eat snacks that she packed. A different movie. <laughs> she already oh. left. Oh, exactly. Yeah, that's what I mean. If they banged in the beginning of the movie, it would have been a totally different movie no 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 like you wouldn't be watching it in the theater they You'd weren't be watching it on a laptop the whole time bro <laughs> I'm, but i'm just saying they didn't bang i don't think they banged there we'll i don't the think clip. they banged on the plane we'll pull the clip. Oh, like what the you're gonna pull it night that they were in singapore they banged and then yeah. she's like, okay i'll i'll give you that but you got to get to singapore you can't bang on the plane like no, you're just did. you're they, introducing they the money plane it's she, a no, yo, tell him. Tell him. I don't, him, think, they, I don't think they banged on the. You know, I need to watch this movie again because, like, I feel like I've watched it five times, and like, you guys just know the details to the T, and I'm like, dang, how do you like recreate that? Well, <laughs> I, I work in film, so. Oh, that's so true. You, so you saw them bang. You, rec like... you recognize it. Yeah, <laughs> like it's like oh, they, the they didn't. They <laughs> like it's like they they definitely needed sound in that scene. Yeah. Dumb. Um, we need a boom mic if you know what I oh, I'm just kidding. Yes. Uh here comes wait. the boom. So Kalia, where can where can the people find you if you want them to find you? Yes, you can. Was Angela me. ruining our conversation? We're, wrap, <laughs> we're wrapping we're wrapping it up. I'm pivoting. Pivoting. <laughs> just I'm like what they did on the plane. They wrap. Just kidding. Did they though? <laughs> I didn't see I'm any sorry. condoms being pictured in that frame. I think it's a PG. Isn't it a PG movie or is it PG thirteen? Oh, I don't think it's PG. No, it's PG thirteen, not PG. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, where can we find you? You can find me on Instagram at Kalia with three E's. K A L E E E A. And All ask right. me. If people are like, why? And I'm like, uh, well, let's, let's see. Took, I'm gonna someone see. took Kalia with two E's. <laughs> so, I had to Kalia so you had to add another E. <laughs> I had to add another E. I feel that. Kalia E. -E. Yeah, Kalia Patel. 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 I thought it was Patel. I was like, you have Indian or something? It's Patel. Oh, not you know, Patel. Patels are actually wealthy in the Philippines. So, or not in the Philippines in india so i was like oh my gosh am i an indian princess because i don't need to go to work tomorrow that's what i'm gonna say that's what you, that's what the story should have been well thank you so much kalia for joining you know who else doesn't bang on the flame on the, pl oh on the flame <laughs> the first on the time flame. on the flame the first time adam never mind okay we already know who adam driver no, he doesn't do it first yeah okay
Thank you so much, Kalia. Thank you <laughs> for having me, guys. That was fun.